All right, guys, what's up? Welcome to Straight Up Garage Talk podcast. And I have my co-host with me, Tom. What up? Also, Zach here. We have a special guest, Josh. What up, what up? How are you doing today? Good, how about y'all? Doing good. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. So, Josh used to be my neighbor. He lived there for a couple years. He recently moved. I still see him a couple times a week. But, uh, yeah, we figured that he'd be a good guest for this podcast episode. We miss uh, you greatly. Yes, I yes, we do. I miss being here, miss living in the neighborhood. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get to the little neighborhood, and then we'll get to your professionalism, what you do for a living. And uh, But, yeah, uh, what's one of the better memories you have in the neighborhood of good old East County, San Diego? Uh, probably Unc and Auntie's parties. Just getting to chill with everyone over there at the house and stuff in the backyard around the campfire and stuff like that. Dude, straight up legendary. Mm-hmm. So most of you all don't know him, but his uncle, that man can cook. Yeah, that oh, man, yeah. That, Richie that Anna. Man, yeah, that man could, could barbecue like no other. See, I wasn't blessed enough to come around on there. Oh, right. straight I up, pictures, dude. Pictures, dude. It made my fucking mouth drool. You've been missing out. I that, know. That straight up <laughs> company right there, dude. That, that man, dude, I used to be like... When you throw another party. <laughs> That's right. Or what are you cooking? <laughs> my, my favorite is he used to always come, hey, Tom, can you come fix this? And he's like, yeah. Or I was like, yeah. He's like, I'll give you some money. And I was like, nah, dude, just fix me a plate. Cook for me. That's right. <laughs> or like, like when Unc be cooking in the kitchen, he looks over and goes, Tom, dinner's ready. Tom yeah, would always dude. walk over like 10 minutes hell later. yeah. I'd get a text message. Hey, food's ready. You want to come over? <laughs> hell yeah. Dude, there was this one time where he made he made something like brisket or something like that Ooh. and Christina had just like made food yeah. for hours and I ate a little plate that Christina made and I kind of like oh yeah Rich and and Josh and everybody needs my help over there hanging something up and I went over there dude and I just ate as much as I could <laughs> over there dude dude dry snitching on yourself right now well I I told her and she knew what was going on and she made me bring her a plate yeah <laughs> and I remember Unc gave him leftovers and the next day Hell everyone yeah. else ate them yeah he dude eat it. I put it in the refrigerator come back out from work and and they're all gone and Grandpa's over there. I'm like, uh... That was your first mistake. Dude. Dude, you remember when we brought Grandpa Ceviche? Yeah, from dude. From that one he's, store? He still remembers that shit. Mm-hmm. He still remembers that. That was a good time. That was a damn good time. <laughs> yeah, our, our neighborhood is definitely not one to mess around with. Our neighborhood is very... Tight-knit. Tight-knit and close. We stick together. We did. We did. A couple of the homies moved away, Josh being one of them, but... uh for the most part, we still all keep in contact and hang out and and talk regularly. Uh, shout out to you, Dave. I know you're doing your author and horror and m- music kind of stuff, and that's cool, man. I'm happy that you're you found your your place. It seems like that's your that's your uh, your happy place, your serenity. He's a pretty intelligent guy too, so that that would definitely be a hoot to listen to. Yeah, did, dude. Did you guys ever hear of his idea about the fences? About how he graffitied them? No, how he want between the houses, the wooden fence. No, he wanted to make it drop down into a picnic table. Oh yeah, I remember I Rich yeah. telling me that. I yeah. remember Rich telling me that. But you know, he just kind of came out of the blue and was like, "Yeah, I'm moving." And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "Yeah, I put my name in," and like he had already had it in his head that he was moving even yeah. before he got the job. Mm-hmm. He was like already like, "Yeah, I already got the place picked out." Uh, shit. 
wife and kids are already packed up and they're gone. I'm just staying here for 10 more days or whatever. And I was like, huh? Like, yeah. So from one minute he's there, the next day he's like, oh, yeah, I'm moving. And then fast forward, not even 10 days. I don't even think he stayed 10 days. No, because he was he, doing a camping trip, right? He, yeah, he ended up leaving like four days later and was like, oh, yeah. He didn't even say bye. He was just like, all right, I'm out. I'm like, bruh. <laughs> like, I miss that guy, though. Yeah, dude. Great neighbor. So, so yeah, shout out to you, Dave. I know you're all the way up in fucking Canada. Not really, but Vermont, I think it is. Miss that guy. It's fucking Canada. Yeah. That- There's our homeboy, Jason. You'll meet him soon. He's going to be a guest on this show. Man, I... That guy's funny. Crazy builds. Mm-hmm. I'll say that at least. Crazy builds. Yeah, I'm excited for him. He's he's building a couple of crazy things. Him and his 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 wife and he, two beautiful kids. He puts quality into it. What is the car uh, competition uh, for builds? Oh, SEMA? Yeah. Yeah. Like, they should send him an yeah. invitation to mm. enter. To be his build. Yeah. Because that would definitely win. I mean, you're talking about putting hours hours and hours and and it's nothing easy months months and years Mm -hmm. dude (laughs) and you're talking about like all himself yes Mm -hmm. no one else has done i mean like other than like buy the parts and stuff of course but like installing everything and fixing stuff like that's all by his hands like that's crazy to me yeah and the funny thing is is i mean he's he's not even he's a fabricator but he he doesn't do that for his daily life like he's he's just a blue collar worker yeah hard working dude his, his dog man that dog <laughs> dude okay so he has a german shepherd and it is like a shadow it is like you can't see him coming no when it's nighttime and he is just stocky like one night we walked over there and we we're talking to jason you know neighborhood talk talking about everything and i look over at the front door because it's just like the gate door that's right there yeah nothing I look back, I hear something, I look back, all of a sudden, Colt's just standing right there. I'm like, oh, jeez, like, this dog is massive. Dude. Well, dude, you're in dude. his kingdom, dog, oh. so <laughs> you're fucking around dude, with Dude, there shit. was <laughs> one, another story about that, about that dog. One day we were standing out there, and he was out in the driveway. <laughs> and he's sitting there, and all of a sudden, there's, like, two dogs walking by, you know, with their owners. Yeah. And... Colt barks and they start going and they run into the road. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, I have never seen that before. Even well, even the owners yeah. jumped and like ran away. And and Colt is very well mannered. Yeah, he barks, but he just literally barked one time, like, hey, hey motherfuckers, I'm here. Yeah, like this is mine. Yeah, yeah. And and when he did that, and of you know, of course they had him on a leash and he was, you know, he couldn't go past a certain point because of the leash and it was even shorter than their property line. Uh, but yeah, dude, the, the, the people that were walking their dogs, they dude, they jumped so fucking high and, (laughs) and then they just walked in the middle of the street down the street. And when they came back, they were in the street or in the sidewalk. And when they came back this way, they crossed the street yeah. And walked back up the yeah. hill. They because, walked the opposite yeah. way. Yep. Yeah. So dude, that that dog's crazy, man. I love that dog though. He's he's a good boy. He's a good boy. <sighs> Massive. Dude. Yeah. Straight up. Massive. So but yeah, man, um you recently had a birthday. 
Yes, Happy I did. Birthday. Thank you. Happy Turned twenty four. Thank, thank you. Had a great time in Vegas with the family. I was wish, just about to say, what did you do? Wish y'all could have came out there with us, dude. dude. It would have been sick. It would have been sick. Uh, you know, just stayed at stayed off the strip, relaxed a little bit. You know, haven't had a vacation in a while, so you know, the whole family went out and, you know, just did what normal adults do in Vegas. You know, have a good time. You know, just chill with the family and do what you want to do. And you look like you had a good time. I know. Yeah, I, you we, do. You dude, look so relaxed, dude. Dude, I am. I, I'm kind of sad. I have to go back to work on Wednesday, so I'm glad I still have another Ouch. day off. That's hey, awesome. At least man. you got halfway through the week before. Oh, wait, right. Now you work some Saturdays. Never yeah, mind. but it's a, hey. You know what? Saturdays are alright though. But you know, yeah, it was good. You know, we went to Top Golf. Had to bring out my Tiger Woods. You know what I'm saying? Show everyone up and see, show them what I could do. So yeah. But it was a fun experience. I loved it. Wish. Wish y'all could have been out there with us because I feel like it would have been a banger. Yeah, it would have been one to remember, you know, Soon. even more. Soon. We, yeah, we yep. definitely would have wound up in jail. That's all right, though. That's what Vegas is for. Right. <laughs> what stays in or what goes on in Vegas stays in, in Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Except for herpes that should travel around. <laughs> and your criminal record. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. <laughs> so fun fact about Zach and I, we both lived in Vegas for, for a couple years, actually. So oh, yeah. And I still have family out there. But uh, yeah, a couple contacts out there. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So um, letting you know, our eventual plan is to actually take the podcast on the road. Of course, we can't take, you know, the table and all that stuff. But our eventual equipment. Yeah, that, that would be our eventual like maybe go rent it out for like a week. Yeah. And then throw the podcast for that week. Not every day, but, you know, okay, okay. Well established. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's Talk up. about different industries out there too. You know, and you see if we, who we can hit up and who's willing to talk. So yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so that that's eventual that we were we were actually talking about that the other day. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, where'd you guys stay? Uh, the Grand View, so by South Point. South Point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Not dude. South bad. Point's legit. Yeah, bro. It was fun. You know, I mean, like they say, you bet. You know, you win. You win, you win some, you lose some. That's right. That's right. Did you win any or? Dude, I was up 175 bucks and I decided. From what? From like $20. Oh, hell yeah. And I was like, you know what? We're in Vegas. I'm, I don't know next time I'm going to come back and lost all <laughs> of it. Oh, Every it. single penny, bro. It was horrible. They they definitely leave a bad taste in your mouth. <sighs> it, it, but you know what's funny though? They is, give it to you and then they take the you away. That's right. But you know what's funny is I'd do it again. Like I if I had that much money again, I'd do it, <laughs> do again. it again. But who says hey. that you wouldn't win it like one and all too, you know? Really? So that's right. Hey, you know what? Vegas wasn't built on winners. No. Nope. Vegas was not built on winners. But I will tell you how this you think dude. that how you think they're able to expand. Oh shit. <laughs> yep. You know, I'm not too big on gambling. I do like blackjack and I do like uh Gow. And I like roulette. I don't play it enough. Uh-huh. I play what I know. Yeah, I don't play roulette enough, but I do play blackjack and and pie gal. But my my biggest thing with Vegas is just the cultural. I, I don't want to say like Dude, Vegas surrounding sleep. The diversity. No. It's city like literally when they. It's a city that don't sleep. sleep. Yeah. yeah, bro, it is crazy. But my my biggest thing is especially working and living in Vegas. Like you see people from all walks of life. Um, mm-hmm. Different well, one states. thing. Yeah, one one thing about Vegas I will say is. There's a lot of Hawaiians. Oh, dude, everywhere and, you go. Dude, there's a lot of Hawaiians out go. there. And some of my close homies are actually from from the islands. And, and, you know, they've flat out said that their way of life that they lived in Hawaii, uh-huh. 
they transferred it to Nevada on a bigger scale. Oh, so, yeah. you know, like one of my homies likes to ride motorcycles. Well, you ride the whole island in 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Like he's like, yeah, I can barely get halfway around the city in 45 minutes in in, in Vegas. You know? Yeah. So and that was ultimately one of the reasons why he decided to move to the mainland was because he was so constricted yep, on what he could yep. and can do. So, because trust um, me, in Vegas, you need to be somewhere in thirty minutes. Leave an hour early. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. definitely. Because you never know what streets shut off, where you have construction to go around. or something yep. like that. And don't get me wrong; it's like a grid, so it's easy to figure out how to get around for the most part yeah. like on the streets. But it, it's it's a trip when you get cut off you're like fuck okay and then that whole way around yeah the reroute you know it's gonna take an extra 25 minutes to get through because oh, yeah. you got the traffic from that because everybody's trying to do the same definitely i mean i think what was it we drove down the strip and they're getting ready for the f1 races there yep yep dude you have so many streets that are just blocked off and yep. you're like man now i gotta go down like 10 more blocks i didn't make a left i lived on the other side of the freeway okay before the the main strip okay and i worked on the other side of dispo and no joke dude when that got cut off it was like a whole trip around yep and every time there's always something going on so that that's the place to be yeah definitely definitely so, so like i said the whole rerouting thing it's a bitch when you're driving when you're on the bus it's not so bad but yeah you, you don't have to deal with it yep Definitely. They have AC on those buses. So. Like, yeah, unlike the ones here in San Diego, bro. Fuck. They just roll down uh, the windows. That's about right. it. <laughs> That's why I never bitched about taking the bus <laughs> in Vegas, dog. Because I was like, you know what? Sitting there, sitting and waiting for the bus is one thing. But they got a schedule out there. And, you know, once you get on the bus, honestly, once you sit out there, you get used to that heat. Yeah. You oh, get, yeah. I had to sit outside for like in 117, 110 degree weather pants and a fucking black shirt and i'm mm -hmm. like i got locals coming up to me and going dude it's fucking hot i'm like what's up with you and i'm like where are you from i'm like san diego california and they're like how are you not hot i'm like i'm used to it yeah well i think the biggest misconception of like california in general is people forget that california is still a desert oh right? yeah you know, even though we have beaches it's yeah it's, it's still a desert like and i think that's like the biggest we have misconception. different categories <laughs> in different areas yeah yeah, I remember going on a cruise to Hawaii and I see, you know, I met, you know, that I was a teenager and I wanted to go meet out, you know, meet some teenage friends or whatever. And we used to go to the teen venture thing that was on the boat, right? Okay. And I saw a couple of friends, you know, met a couple of friends and actually still keep in contact to date with these friends, you know? Yeah. And a couple of them were from New York, Chicago, Tennessee, um, Northern California, up in like a... Uh, uh, um, Big Bear and Stockton okay. and all them and and you know it's like one of those things that people don't realize that everywhere's different, right? Yeah. So I had one friend from Tennessee up until Hawaii has never been into a plane. She was like 15 at this time. Mm -hmm. She was never in a plane and she's never seen a beach before in her entire life. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Like so, she she flew with her uh, family to Hawaii for the first time, and then saw the beach for the first time, and was in a big boat for the first time. Okay. Me, it was okay. I've never been on a cruise before, so that was my first cruise. But we live ten minutes away from the beach. Like it's normal for me, yeah. you know, or for us. But not to be in the middle of the ocean, though. <laughs> yeah, and then she was showing me pictures of like snow and shit. 
dude, I've never, you know, I've, I, I, I've recently just seen snowfall for the first time in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Like it was it, it, one of my homies, uh, Rudy, shout out to Rudy. Rudy <laughs> was broke down in Julian, California, and me, my wife and, and baby went to go rescue him. And we got up like halfway to Julian and he called me and was like, oh, by the way, I hope you dress warm it's snowing here and it was perfectly fine down here in, yeah. in Santee. And we get there and there's snow on the ground. It's, it's lightly snowing and, and then it stops and he's like, Oh yeah, the weather's saying that it's going to be clear. Well, then he was like, Oh, you know, my appreciation for coming to help me with my, my vehicle, yeah. I'll buy you lunch. And we went to this Italian restaurant in Julian uh-huh. and bro, I looked out the window and it was like, snowing hardcore and the funny thing is is like people in new york or canada or something like that they're like that ain't fucking snow like no that's the first time i seen snow and it was actually coming down like harder than rain yeah and i was like so that's what snow looks like (laughs) you know but like for my homies in hawaii that that were like oh i've never seen a beach or anything yeah they they're they're used to snow they're like oh yeah fucking i'm tired of it you know well with that being said you're you're you, you go to Hawaii all the time, man. <laughs> Dude, it was insane that year. I think we went like three times. Dude. It was insane. We went to uh, Oahu, so Honolulu and all right. that uh, with my dad and my family. Um, and then we went to Kauai and Maui with Auntie and Unc. So right. when yeah. we go with you, you're going to be our uh, go. You're going to be our tour guide, right? I mean... I'll show you some good eating spots. That That's about as much as I'll do. Everything else, uh, you'll have to ask Auntie about that. She's our tour guide when we go. That's all right, because uh, I'm a fat kid. So Hey, fat kid for life. Did you ever go to Hilo? For life. No, that is actually the next spot we want to go to. Dude, I see. fucking loved Hilo. Dude, that, that is... was my favorite spot. Man. It was like rainforesty, rainy, slash the water was so warm, dude. Everything was fucking phenomenal there. The people there were cool. <sighs> dude, I love... I, I want to move to Hawaii, but, like, in the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to live like a local. Yeah. I don't want to live any other way, you know? Cause well, it's that's just the thing, amazing. too. Like, I remember... So, I remember getting off the cruise ship and me walking up to them and saying, hey, you know, the, one of the locals there. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, where's the best place to eat? And the guy looks at me and goes, oh, if you go down this street, like, you know, you get all the, you know, BJ's restaurant, fucking... The places. Yeah, like... Your touristy places. Yeah. And I looked at him dead straight in the face and said, I'm not talking about those places. He was like, huh? And I'm like, where's the best place to eat where you eat? Because you don't go there. No. And he looks at me straight in the face. And, you know, you could tell he was kind of, like, uncomfortable, like, kind of eyeing me down a little bit. He's like, I don't want to give you a good he was spot checking if you're you. going to fucking yeah. ruin it. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and he, he finally looked at me and kind of started shaking his head. And he was like, there's a house two blocks away it's a little two-story house with a white picket fence you go up there and then you just walk through the door the door should already be open you just walk yeah. in and i'm like huh and he's like yeah that's a restaurant that's you wanted you wanted a local spot to eat i'm that's giving a you a local spot, spot, right spot to eat so i said oh, okay yeah. cool man so me and my family did go me and my mom my dad and my little brother went and we walked in and it turned out to be like this little uh mom and pops run family cafe oh, okay okay dude okay so at this point, I'm already on the on the shit for like five or six days straight. You know, I, I got off and we had like McDonald's and all that bullshit, but we didn't really have anything like Good. actual food, you know? Home cooked. Yeah, it was just 
shit food, food and whatever the hell we saw that was across the street from where we docked at, right? Yeah. Just nothing but fast food and crap. Yeah. So we sat down and and this the the lady, you know, she comes, she's cool doing shit. She goes, "Okay, I get you." And we're like, "All right, cool. Like this is what we want, dude." And she, we, I got a club sandwich, dude. I still fucking remember that thing, dude. It was <laughs> fucking humongous. Of course, you get a fucking club sandwich. This guy, bro, it was the best thing in my entire life. Best <laughs> thing in my entire life, dude. And it was so go good. To Hawaii to get a club sandwich. We actually, That's right. We actually stayed the night at that dock, uh-huh. and like. Four hours before we were supposed to leave, me and my dad actually snuck back out, went to that same spot. That's what I'm talking oh, yeah, about. Right yeah, there. but and and that's the thing, man. Like, Rebels I know locals locals are very protective. Yeah, and definitely, they're, and they're not they they don't mean to cause any harm. They will if you hurt their land, mm-hmm. but they they don't mean to cause any, you know, like misconceptions. Like they're there to protect the land. Like that's their way of living. Yeah, this is their home. Yeah, I mean, I remember meeting a couple locals out there and, you know, they all thought we were locals out there. And it was like, no, you know, like we're just here for vacation. And you passed the vibe check. Yeah. You know, and we got to experience that, you know, like some some cool spots to go to that, um, you know, only us as a family go. You know, we we don't take no one else with us because for us, that's important. You know, we want to keep it the way that we left it, you know, and and it's good over there too, especially when you keep going back, you know, you you get to have those relationships with all the locals and get to have that kind of culture with them and get to just chill and relax there. You know, it's not really a touristy thing at that point. You know, you're kind of just like one of them at that point. Yeah. I remember we went to a outside of a dock and there was a bus Mm-hmm. And, you know, you paid the guy like 40 bucks to get in, right, per person. Yeah. And he could take like 10 people up. <laughs> so me and my party had like six went. And then actually I think it was a little bit more, maybe 15, 20 people. And my party of six went. And then a couple other little parties went. Mm-hmm. And a couple other, you know, teenagers went or wife and husband or whatever. And the bus driver, his name was Michael, spelt, you know, M-I-K-A-E-L. Okay. You know, he, he was a... Uh, he, he was a cool fucking dude, local all his life, mm-hmm. you know, born and raised there. And one of the guys was like, hey, take us to a local beach. And he was kind of like, I don't know, man. Yeah, you know? very skeptical. Yeah, so he did. And he kind of looked at us before we got off the, the bus and mm-hmm. was like, hey, you know, if you guys have any issues, just come, you know, I'll watch. I'm watching you guys. I'll yeah. go out there and talk to him or whatever. But. Don't go words, out too don't late. Fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was like his his exact saying was "Don't go out too far." Yeah, and for a reason, there was a bunch of surfers, bunch of local surfers, right? So, me being me, now again, I'm freshman in high school, sophomore in high school. One of definitely your guys' lifeguard on that one. Well, I I went out there with the boogie board. We we rented boogie boards. Okay. I went out there with the boogie board and. Dude, I sat out there for like 30 minutes, just out in the water, just chilling, watching watching them surf. Yeah. And one of them finally came up to me and was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just waiting my turn and showing you respect. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to go and mess any of your guys' boards up. up or runs up. And, you know, I just want to show you guys, hey, I mean no harm. I'm here to enjoy the same thing you guys love. Yeah. And... That's exactly what I plan on doing is honoring you guys by yeah. honoring the ocean. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me straight in the face and looked at all his buddies because he dude, he had like 10, 10 dudes with him. Oh, dang. 
and they threw up the shocker like hey this guy's cool man you know yeah and then they were like go for it so i started riding the waves and then I, as soon as i was leaving they all got out and they were waving to us and shit. i was like Dude, hell yeah man that's it becomes like a real family thing when you're out there you know it's all about ohana mm-hmm. you know and it's just it it's a cool vibe you know especially when you go out there with your family and you get it to is. experience that with them too but you definitely have to give respect to get respect. Oh, definitely, yep. dude. Like, you know, when we went to Maui, they have this thing called Road to Hana. Okay. Um, and it's like a thirty mile thing or something like that. I don't I can't remember how long it is, but you know, you go through all these waterfalls. Okay. And oh, there's yeah. actually a couple that are just for locals. Yep. Like you cannot go there, you know? And it's crazy because it's like they gotta do that because of the tourists there. You yeah. know, like I don't know. It's crazy to me, you know, like we were talking about trying to get into one, but it was like, you know what? The respect on that, like you just got to leave it alone. Yeah. You know? And you just well, got to leave it how it is. And some people don't. So it, it's you really have to respect that shit because otherwise it, and they'll spot you out, too. Oh. Especially if you stick out like a sore thumb. Yep. Definitely. I or black hand. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. Or black hand. Dude, you know. I can and, see someone fucking up someone. Oh, dude, it's. It, oh, I've seen it. Like their water is life. Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. so like. Everything there is all about water, you know, like water gives life to the islands, you yep. know, and it's like if you mess with that, like they take it very personal. Yeah, that's and, that's and, their, and that's what I respect them. That's for, our you ancestors. Know? Yeah, yeah, you know, and it's cool, but it's like it's cool to experience it there with them because you get to see it through their own point of view of how yeah. it is, you know. Yep. And but you got to be willing to look at their from from their point of view. Oh yeah, definitely. So if you're just being ignorant, you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna get oh, yeah. what, you, what you put out. So. Exactly. Yep. My biggest thing, especially on that tour bus, was the Black Sands Beach. You know, like he, the, Michael, the that the tour guy. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was, dude. It was an ocean that literally was black sand. Yeah, like it was, everything was black sand. Even on the shore, it was black sand. And he flat out told us, our tour guide, flat out told us, was like, "Hey, man, you know, go have fun. Yeah. We'll leave the bus in like two hours. Under no circumstances are you to take sand." Oh yeah. Oh, he's like yeah. you don't you don't take sand you you don't take rocks you don't take you don't, rocks, take you, don't you don't take the seashells you don't you don't you don't take don't anything. anything don't don't take anything he's like he's like that's just a word to the wise that that's like an old old tale that we live by and he's like i'm not lying to you there are people that i've told this to that they take it and put it in a ziploc baggie and then they take it home and they have such bad luck that they actually found my bus company and mailed the sand or whatever they had taken back to them back to them and he's like if i remember i'll go and put it back because they have a kamehameha uh-huh they have yeah, the yeah, statue yeah. of yep. king and he's like if i remember I, i'll i'll take it and if i'm in the area and we stop there or what had you like i'll go and, and put it as a you know as an offering or replace it back to where it was but he's like that causes so misfortune so much misfortune that it's not even it's not worth it the moral of that story is just don't don't mess with nature yeah don't mess with (laughs) yeah leave it how it is it's there for a reason yeah my uh uh, another thing was he flat out was like yeah when you're at the the statue he was like people will bring like cake or or pies like offerings yeah Yeah, and that's exactly what he said he's like it's offerings to to the king like he's like don't touch that like bad fortune bad luck oh yeah i'm like say no more man like yeah but you walk around with your hands in your pocket yeah yeah (laughs) i mean you i think i ended up leaving something too you know it's just out of respect you know yeah whether you, you believe it or not 
you still got to respect that's it. right that's you know? right you you'd expect somebody who's a tourist or not particular yeah. not particularly i don't want to say welcome but not somebody that's not supposed to be there you you don't want them coming into your house and totally fucking everything up yeah disrespecting the culture and everything along with yeah them. and i don't need no island gods that mad you know mad, mad, at, mad me. at you yep, <laughs> yeah. especially right. if i'm on a goddamn cruise ship even if i was in a plane in flying the over the ocean <laughs> yeah like i don't so turbine like goes out suddenly a shark just jumps up on the deck <laughs> yeah, like that way. yeah i'm, I'm, ch- I'm chilling with <laughs> that just I'm right into the fucking back into the ocean he's sitting in the that. middle row in Dude, the middle could, section he can Dude. be in his bedroom and the shark would somehow find its way all the way down to the bottom, bust into his room, bite him, drag him all the way back fucking up, Jaws. flop it around, yep. and jump back into the fucking water. Yep. <laughs> hey, you guys want to know something crazy? And you can fact check this for me. We know more about our space than we do our own ocean. Oh, dude, haven't we only explored like 5%? Yeah, that the terrifies ocean. me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's species that we don't even know about that they keep popping up, and scientists are like, why? Why What's are they that? popping up? Yeah. yeah, I think what was it like a couple months back? Something popped up on the Hoya shores. Some yeah. type of fish, and they're and they like, locked this only it down. Com- yeah, and yep. they're like, this only comes out like it's been extinct for like some amount so, of yeah, like years. seventy years. Well, there was another one recently, La Jolla Shores. Maybe it's the same one that was like it. It was said to be extinct since the thirties. Yes, and it I just think like out of one. nowhere popped out, and they were like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like they've <laughs> never seen it before. Like it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, don't be don't be telling me something doesn't. I assume everything exists still. Don't don't be playing that game yeah. with me because that <laughs> thing pops up. I'm not gonna be shocked. I mean, I it's crazy when this stuff happens, you know, because it's like, dang, I thought these things were actually extinct. Like I've I've never seen one of these before, even mm-hmm. in books. Nope. The terrifying part is the waters. You can't see them. Oh no, dude! You like what <laughs> ten feet below you, and then that's about it. Maybe even that. You feel that first tug, you know you're fucked. You've oh, seen yeah. too many movies go. You want Dude, to see with the next tug. one, you're underneath the water, bro. Yep. That's it. Well, there's a couple ways to look at this. There's one way that's like, all right, you know, I have money to go into a submarine or a, or a or a ship. A little too soon on that, bro. Not never too soon. <laughs> so, you know, rich people zero, Titanic two. <laughs> Ocean one. O- ocean, ocean one. <laughs> ocean one, Titanic one. Yeah. Ocean has uh, taken too many. Yeah, no shit. Do you know like that show like Deadliest Catch? Yeah, I don't bro. know how people be doing that, dude. bro. Dude, I saw a, I think it was a TikTok of a Navy ship and they're out in the middle of the ocean and a, and a, they classified it as a tidal wave and the, the ship, the Navy carrier, mm-hmm. the, the sirens were going off like that and the dude's taking a picture and the wave is taller than the ship the the, the ship and those things and are it tall. just and it just went straight through it and popped out and everything was all water the i mean it it was completely submerged in water and it popped out but i was like that's a no for me dog dude yeah cuz if they're especially um guys that are on the fishing boats and all that <gasps> yeah. if they're not tied down and they get tossed dog there's oh that's it for you yeah. you're done mhm you got to be like 30 feet underwater by that they, point. They rarely get those guys back. And it's, oh, yeah. It, that, that has to be terrifying on its own, dog. Just to know that. Yep. So let me ask you guys this. What's Do you up? guys think there's an actual Megalodon? I don't want to think about it. <laughs> I assume everything exists. <laughs> <laughs> there so, has to be somewhere. So the way I, I see it is like it's a possibility. Yeah. You it's know, original. there's there was always sharks had to come from somewhere, and there's always going to be a bigger shark than the biggest one that we've personally seen. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, 
there's a reason why they stay on the coast. It, it, Real talk. It's it's. I mean, it's a possibility. This is why I removed TikTok because it got me fucked up. Thinking <laughs> how many people and their conspiracy <laughs> theories, dog. It, it's it's shenanigans, just straight up. <laughs> I think it'd be I re- interesting. I removed it. I, I, it would be interesting, you know. And I'm not. I, I love the ocean. That's that's my happy place. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a land I love, guy. I love fishes. I don't eat fish. I, I like to fish, but I don't eat fish, and I usually catch and release. But I prey on fish. I have no issues. I had sushi today, actually. Yeah, you motherfucker. Um, no, great. Sushi's pretty good, though. I, I yeah, there's, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people. I get judged heavily on that shit. You know, California yeah. rolls don't count. I don't. Right. I'm just no, gonna I put that out there. I don't eat that either. Facts. Um. But, you, Josh. Thank you, thank you. But shit, I think I get more ridicule than than a vegan or a vegetarian. Like, you don't eat fish? <laughs> no, Still, bro. to this day, I throw shade at him for it. Uh, dude, I heard a funny joke the other or today. Actually, it was on Instagram. It was an actual like something on news in Texas or something. And it was a little kid, and the the people were like, "Yeah, you know, tell us a funny joke for the week or something." And the kid's like, "Okay, well." Uh, a vegetarian and a vegan jump off a cliff who wins and they're kind of like huh and 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 the news acres like who and the kids like society (laughs) and dude the news acres started dying bro and i was like that's savage wow i mean the kid must have been seven yeah but the new the new generation just gives no fucks. Bro. Uh, that's crazy right there. Which no is funny, fucks. too, because I got a lot of homies that are vegan and vegetarian. And, and you know, I told them that joke. And, dude, they were dying, too. They were like, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I was like, ah. Oh, that's horrible. And funny at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you do for a living, man? I work on cars. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah. Who got you into get... that? My good old buddy Tom right here. <laughs> um, I think... After what my Honda Accord, yes, I think that's when we kind of I took it a little bit more serious, and Tom really started helping me out with it. Um, Would you trade that in for? I traded that in for a 2020 Dodge Charger SXT, so the base model, and then uh, you know Tom started getting me to wrench, and I traded that in for a 2019 Dodge Charger Scat Pack. Ooh, that's kind of fast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) no but you know i love it um i don't see it as a job you know uh working at a dealership you know you you deal with high volume and you know you gotta be on a fast pace there you know so i think it's good for me because i can work on my own vehicle um and not have to worry about paying those kind of bills yeah you know so take us back from high school what did you do right after high school so after high school i got recruited to a university in la for football Okay. Um, nice. I played for a couple years. Yeah, you know that that was a dope experience. I think that's what kind of helped me install um, my work ethic. You know, kind of just always on the grind. You know, don't don't stop because there's always someone behind you wanting to be better. Yeah. Um. And so out of high school, decided to move back down to San Diego with Auntie and Unc. Um. They took me in. Very thankful for them. Shout out to them. Um. And from there. Got into the dealership as a lot porter, was just moving cars, parking cars. And I was like, man, I can't do this the rest of my life. Um, and that's when Tom kind of stepped in and was like, well, why don't you work on them? And I was like, well, I don't really know anything. I'll show you. And so little cars, you know, here and there that he had. I remember that Cadillac. That yeah. thing was the best thing you ever had. <laughs> um, I remember Auntie and Unc's, uh, her father's car. Yep. The Cougar, that thing was. Wildcat. Oh, yeah, the Wildcat. That thing was 
that that thing is dope. I love that thing. Um, and that kind of what got me into it, you know. Um, and now down to work on anything and everything, you know, I want to build a little car. Um, I actually bought her son's prelude. Hell yeah. Oh, you bought it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah. So, so it's yours? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to take it to go get uh, registered in California, fix the rear suspension, and kind of go from there and make it my own thing. And then who knows? Where's it at right now? At the house. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, uh, Zach, if you don't know, I got state ref. Um, not a legit state ref yet, but for a loud exhaust. Um, if you guys know how a V8 sounds, I know you guys all yeah. do. Um, and so that's kind of yeah, what got do. me. Yo, yo. <laughs> and that's kind of what got me into needing to buy that thing. Plus, he's getting a new car. So, so um, that works out. Yeah, it works out completely for me. So, Is this a stick shift or an auto? Auto. Auto. So, you know, it's good. But, uh, yeah, you know, I love it. I love my job. I love what I do. Um, I can. I probably won't see myself doing anything else for a while, you know, because... Do you see yourself staying at that place for a while, or do you see yourself elevating in the next couple of years? How long have you been there? So going on two years, okay. I've been there. In that um, position or, or... No, just with the company in general. Company. Um, you know, I see myself there for a little bit longer. Love my foreman um, okay. as much as, like, me and him butt heads on stuff. Um, love that enough. guy. You know, he does a lot for me. Um, and my service director and stuff like that. Um, cool guys. Love them. You know, those guys are like family, you know, anything they need, you know, I always do it for them. And so um, I think that is probably what will keep me at the company for a while. You okay. know, I'm not really looking to leave. I mean, if I see something better, definitely, you know, always got to look out for what my next move is. But probably at the dealership, probably there for a while, for a little bit longer, see see what I do, see the next positions that I can get um, and just gain experience on cars you know what you can and what you can take on yeah you know i mean so far in my own car i've done the thermostat i've done suspension um i've done my radiator i mean oil changes all that kind of stuff you know i've done all myself so um i think it's you're only expanding on your knowledge oh yeah definitely you know i've only probably learned not even like a percent or two percent of what cars can actually do you know um well they're constantly evolving oh yeah i I can understand that you know and i think my one goal still is is to make the fastest car in california you know i want well, to do something along those lines we'll definitely be here for that and oh, especially oh, any updates on that process that. <laughs> man but yeah so wrenching on cars so I, I this is a little harder subject for me because i actually worked with you mm-hmm. so i'm trying to think of somebody who is listening right now that's like okay well take me out of this tom out of this out of your story mm-hmm. what kind of hits you to get you into it like was it just like okay i could be making more money or hey i could learn how to fix my own stuff or like what drove you yeah you know what i think it was is that i seen that a lot of family that needed work done on their cars yeah um, and, and always I realized, outsourcing. Yeah, and I realized how expensive it really is to get mm-hmm. a car worked on. You know, something as simple as brakes. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you're looking at what four or five hundred bucks by a dealership just to do it. Yeah. Which I mean, just for the front. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so if I can help them by learning how to do that and do it for them, mm-hmm. you know, it saves everyone that you know, and yeah. it, and it brings me the happiness of being able to help someone. Deliver and not, on that. Yeah, and not expect nothing in return. You know, just 
hey, I helped you save that. Cool. You know, what else do you need done so that I can help you a little bit more? Okay. Um, but I think that's really what drove me to get into working on to cars. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, mine was almost similar. Same situation is the fact that I had a 1964 Valiant at the time. Mm-hmm. This was before you guys moved in. The alternator went out. Mm-hmm. And at the time, I couldn't afford to fix it by myself. And my grandfather actually surprised me the next day because I was pretty bummed. And he actually surprised me with a brand new alternator for it. And, dude, at that time, you know, it was like $400 to replace it all. But I didn't have 400 bucks. I think I was nineteen twenty at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I had already had my, my first kid going on my second. So I didn't have that extra cash flow coming in. Yep. So the next best thing for me to do was just to do it, you know? So I, I figured it out. And then from then on, like I tried to do it myself. And if I couldn't do it, I'd send it to a mechanic that I was pretty close to and pretty, you know, I trusted pretty well to, yeah. to do me right. And he did. Um, but that was why I got into it. Yeah. That's cool. You know, so I'm, I'm more of a YouTube certified mechanic. That's right. <laughs> Backyard mechanics. That's where it's yeah, at. Dude, yeah. and, and you know, I was thinking this earlier today and, and correct me if I'm wrong or your opinion on it, but I personally don't believe in a master mechanic. No, no, I Not feel like nowadays. it's just how much experience you actually have. That's, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it is. I feel like, okay, so I'm, I was more on the tech side. I, I was a technician, mm-hmm. so I was an apprentice. I wasn't lube tech. I never, you know, I did lube tech, but, but I was more of just a regular old technician. Yeah. yeah. So with my experience with it was I have seen more people that were in my steps that weren't factory chained yeah. or weren't going to an actual school like to get you know, it going yeah like uh like phoenix or mmi or, yeah. or yo tech or or any of those guys and you know no offense to those people that do but i figured out that the most people that have the fun and enjoy doing the job are the ones that were lack of a better term like in their garage doing stuff their own way taking yeah. out um what do you call it the controllers of like a little pit bike or so the governors and taking those out messing with them taking engines out of lawnmowers and putting them in goat carts and oh yeah and all that stuff and that's exactly what i did growing up Mm -hmm. you know not to that extent but i had friends that were close that i'd go and help and then we'd ride ride around race around and all that stuff now back to the dealership with that being with everything being said if somebody was to hear you right now would you say that it's a good field to get into and is it budget efficient is it expensive to get into it is expensive to get into um i think the tools wise is the most expensive part agreed um and probably your time because they don't give you tools to start out correct no you got to buy everything um you know i think that's where the expensive part and where the experience comes in because that's really what makes you your money Mm -hmm. is your tools you know so the quality of tools really is a thing but it's really on experience now starting at a dealership if you're, you know, let's say you're continuing on to school, you've done some classes in high school. Yeah. Because um, you got to be 18 to work at dealerships. Right. Um, so you got to be out of high school, graduated, stuff like that. Um, if that is what you've been doing, then yes. If this is like completely new to you, you've never worked on a car before, you've never been in that experience, then no, it wouldn't be a good experience to do because you're stepping into a world that it you're on a time limit. Yep. Everything is about how fast you can get something out. And yep. they're not going to baby you. No, nope. not at all. And it's doing it right. 
the first time, you know, because you got to think about it. You mess something up and it comes back to you. You just you get subtracted money. those hours. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so um, I think for me, I kind of just took a leap of faith, you know, and was just like, let's see how I do, you know, and, you know, it's working out right now, you know, but I think uh, for some people that are wanting to get into the industry of cars and into the dealership industry and stuff like that, really think about it, you know, really. Do your research. Yeah, you know, because, you know, right now I don't have a family, you know, I don't, I don't have kids or anything like that. So for me, it's easy to put in. 60 70 hour weeks you know right. because i can just be there all day and all i gotta worry about is me yeah. you know what i'm saying but if someone yeah you know like a lot of the guys that we work with um they all have like new families you know little girls and little boys and mm-hmm. you know babies on the way and stuff like that and for them you know they put in a lot of hours at the dealership and that's less hours with their family you know and right. so um i think for them if you got a family it's definitely something to think about you know before you step into it so uh, that's that's a good uh i would i would agree with you on that it is definitely really expensive if you uh top five tools for a beginner to get before they jump into this what would you say your top five were like specific tools yeah y- yeah you can so go sp- one i would go the place i'd go is harbor freight shout out to harbor freight because <laughs> that place is <laughs> that place you can get anything there for the low um and they'll uh, replace it if it breaks. Too. Yeah, exactly. They're very good about that, mm-hmm. especially if the shit's all. Uh, probably a wrench set. Okay. Uh, a, a ratchet set because, I mean, you're going to have to do everything by hand at first. You right. You're not going to have mm-hmm. money for their air guns and stuff like that yet. Uh, a screwdriver set, probably some type of razor blade kit. So what are we at, four? Yeah. Um, And probably a flashlight. Okay. There you go. Is what I would get. Um. And that right there will probably make you money. Yeah, my 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 list would look virtually the same now. We'll piggyback off the Harbor Freight comment. Um, <laughs> there are things that you would want to go cheap on. Yeah, and then definitely. there are other things that you don't really need to go cheap on. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people will probably disagree with me on this, but your wrench set and your screwdriver set, to me, you could go cheap on. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, like big you, time. Yeah, you can go the. The, you don't need a two hundred dollars screwdriver set. No, because you're gonna on. be working. You're gonna be working so much just to make that money back. Well, not even that. It's like a okay. A feel a Phillips screwdriver is the same. Now, oh, yeah. there are a couple brands. I'm not gonna say the names, but there are a couple brands where their screwdrivers are 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 shit. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie because I've broken a few of them and I've broken a few of, of screwdrivers mm-hmm. and they're all one damn brand. So I'll never buy that brand again. A little PS, if <sighs> Tom breaks it, you know, you got to get something a little bit better because this guy <laughs> will put it through. Oh, I beat the shit out oh, of him. Through the freaking ringer. <laughs> that guy. dude, that's right. So if you know if it lasts with him, it will last with you. That's yeah. facts. Hey, hand me the hammer. Oh, I don't see the hammer. Hand me that drill. I'll use it as a fucking hammer. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's <laughs> right. Don't, don't. So, but, okay, so you can you, you, I do definitely agree with you on the wrench set and the, and the screwdriver set. Your socket set. You'd want to pay a little bit nicer, and if you do pay a little nicer, well, I should say this: don't want to pay a little nicer. Pay nicer. Yeah. I even like um, Matco, go the extra mile. Matco, or even the ADV series from uh, um, that's Matco, or or even Cornwell, as long as it's impact rated. Yeah, I remember you telling me that right when I was getting into it. Yeah, as long as it's impact rated, go for that. 
Um, I do highly, highly agree with you, and I cannot stress this enough on that flashlight. Dude, I remember when I first started, and you're trying to do inspections underneath, like carriage inspections. Oh, yeah. And you're trying to look into the dark. Like, Yeah, you can't see it shit. Do, it, yeah, it don't no. work. It well, don't guess work. what? Your frame's black, but guess what's also black? Oil. Exactly. You you're know, and you, and you can't see shit. Yeah, yeah unless it's built up, and then that's that's something different. But you can't you can't see a cracked head gasket. I mean, you could, but it's just gonna make your life yeah so much easier with the flashlight. Mm, that's right. So, you know, even that like people all the time used to buy five ten dollar flashlights and all that stuff. I, I would just pay a little extra money. And yeah. Shout out to Streamlight, dude. <laughs> That is such a the good stinger. brand, dude. That is such a good brand of flashlight too. You know, because oh. you literally can see everything, everything. and nothing. And you They're can, solid. yeah, you, you can get it rebuilt. It's lifetime guaranteed, dude. You can put that thing through the ringer and you it'll can. still go. You can. Uh, my uh, my it's funny because my my favorite flashlight, my Stinger, it's going on three years old now. It, it's purple, and people used to make fun of me all the time for getting that color. But I got that color <laughs> on purpose, and the I remember when you first was, bought that. Yeah, and the, and the purpose was because, bro, it's a purple fucking flashlight. How can Very you miss distinct. it? How could it? Yeah, if if I lose it, because you'd be surprised. We we used to just climb under dashes all the fucking time, or someone picks it up yeah. accidentally. Yeah, yeah. quotations. And, yeah. And, oh, I found it. Yeah, yeah, and, the, and we'd be laying underneath dashes and shit like. You know, I'm it's more, gonna blend in. yeah. And, and I've gotten a lot of friends that were techs that bought streamlights, right? Yeah. And they'd go for the black one or they'd go for like a, a white one or a red one. But the problem is with the red ones, when they fade, it turn almost whitish, you know? Yeah. And dude, if the, the flashlight is black. Oh, it's already going to blend in. It's already blending into somebody's carpet. Oh or, yeah. Or Underneath the seat. Yeah. There, I mean, there's no... There's no white carpet in the car. Hey, you know that little uh, pouch right next to you, between your cushion yeah, and, the, and uh, the door jam or yeah. the um, where everything the gets door lost. panel, there the door go. panel. Yeah, yep. yep. dude, that's like the abyss right there. Yep, yep. <laughs> and so, so that's why I got the purple flashlight. And guess mm -hmm. what? Never I lost, lost it. it. Right. I, and I, in that meantime, I've had a couple buddies who have gone through five within the three years that I've had my one. <laughs> And I'm still on the original batteries. Dude, I think I'm on number three right now with flashlights. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys want to sponsor us, you know, please just do. saying. Yeah, dude, straight please up. Do. Streamlight, hit us up. But uh, no, nah, I, 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 I've never had an issue with the Streamlight. I, I've had it. I've had the button replaced like last year, uh -huh. but that's not because on my own accord. I think I had, because I bought it off of Cornwall, dude. Um, and he came and was like, Hey, can I borrow a flashlight real quick? And I, and I lent it to him and he did what he did with it. I don't really remember what he was doing with it, but he, he, he checked something out and then he was like, Oh yeah, your button's getting a little, um, like just worn. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And he goes, yeah, I put in a new one for you already. It's already done. I was like, oh shit. Okay. For like a week, it was like a brand new clicky again. Heck yeah. <laughs> so, but like it didn't need to be replaced. He just did it because he was like, oh yeah, I think he did it because I lent it to him, you know? But yeah, I've never had an issue with that Streamlight. But uh, yeah, so Streamlight's sick as fuck. Uh, one more question. And you know, you have a garage, right? Unlimited money in the world. Okay. 
five car garage. Okay. What are the five cars in that garage? So first I'm buying is a Trackhawk. Okay. <laughs> Second I'm buying is a C10 Chevy. Okay. Third car would probably be like a mini Toyota uh, Tacoma dropped, like one of the mini trucks. Okay. Okay. I would probably have to buy like a Tahoe or something along those lines. Okay. Mm. And my last and final car would have to be a Dodge Charger. Okay. But it'd have to be a scat pack. Oh, okay. <laughs> have to of be course. a scat pack. How about how about yours, Zach? Oh, mine? Yep. Oh, shit. You're putting me on the spot right now. Um, Definitely TRD 4Runner. I would probably want a Tundra for my truck. Uh, ooh, probably a GTR just because that's probably everybody's go-to. Okay. But I've always, like, admired that car since I was a kid. So, um, shoot. I'd probably shoot for an older Mustang. Yeah. Just because, like I said, I grew up on that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then fifth car, are we on four right yeah, now? Yeah, we're on four right now. On one four, more. so five. Last one. Um, I already got the Tundra. I already got all that. Shoot, man. Um, a 99 Honda Civic. I, 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 I would probably have to get a GTO Pontiac. Oh, okay. Okay, Ooh, okay. 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 Never would have guessed an, that one. There's another Pontiac, but I don't remember the name of it. So it, it's that, that would probably be my go-to off the head. Okay. Like, off my head. Tom, what you got? All right, so my first one would be a 1970 Plymouth Roadrunner with a 446 pack. My second one would be a 1970 Charger. Okay. All right. My third one would be a R34 Skyline. My fourth one would be a 2000 uh, RX7 Rotary. And my fifth one would... It, it would honestly be a GT3, the hey, Porsche, the new Can I Porsches. go to your garage? Fuck, man. <laughs> hey. For real, right? The, See, that, that's the dream right there. You had that list already prepped in your I head. I know, I'm but like probably here, like, that shit. out already. I know. He, he, he had that question prepped since last week. He's like, fuck all these guys. Yep. I'm going to T-bone them. Look at all that shit. That's the but, Roadrunner, you know, Roadrunner it, Supra, Skyline, but Evo. Evo. I threw in dailies in there too. So if I had a five car garage out of all of those, those three wants and then two all needs. Right, all right. So take take the needs out, put in two more of your dream cars, and then do one. Like for me, if I if I if I had those five, uh-huh. my daily would be a Tacoma, like a newer Tacoma, TRD Tacoma. I like See, them. but I would en- I would enjoy driving that Tundra though. Yeah, I would too. I yeah. would too, and that's why I'm saying that if you if if you had a chance, that would be my daily. Well, that because be. that would be my the forerunner, and that would both be used for off roading yeah. shit. Because it would be four by four. It wouldn't be straight up like basic model type shit. Okay. Okay. Like it it would be used for some fun. Okay. Okay. I'm not no basic bitch. <laughs> well, what would you? What would you? What would your daily be? <sighs> Dang. I thought you would want the trackhawk, but that's just. Well, right now I I daily a V eight, so I don't think I would want a daily a V eight again. Um, honestly, you a V six. I don't think I go. I mean, no, nah, because might as well just go with a V eight at that point. Yeah. I think what I probably would daily, and this is gonna sound kind of weird, is a ninety seven Honda Accord or Honda Civic. Hell, that would yeah. be a fun one. And that's just because like those little things, man. I could do whatever I want to with it for cheap. We had a. Uh another guest on this show and he had a 92 corolla and that thing was that's that thing right was sick. that's that right thing was yeah. sick. It was a little dude the little speed. hatchbacks no it was a little um like little sedan oh, okay okay yeah but he had it all like 
it, it had a wing off of a 240SX, guides, uh, side skirts off JDM Corolla. Oh, dang. Okay, yeah. okay. Skirt. It was JDM out a little it bit, was. but it, it was definitely, it was a piece of art by itself. It was, it was definitely like, holy shit, the JDM, that's like a legit clean ass old JDM car. Yeah. It, it, okay, wasn't, okay. it wasn't made to burn you, but it definitely turned heads. Okay. Yeah, it had a little 1.8 in it. That's right. Yep, that's right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, it was a uh, chase. We went to go help him. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. okay. Yeah. I know which one you guys yeah. are talking about now. Okay, okay. Yeah, he sadly sold it. I was, I'm Dang. still a little bummed out of yeah, that. But, but it, it was it was a money pit. You know, it's one of those things that you kind of have to evaluate life and then what projects you can do at the time. Dude, especially when you get project cars, it's just about how much money are you willing to dump into it. Exactly. Project anything. Yeah, dude. Shit. I mean, dang. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, we wanted to uh, wrap this up. And again, thank you for joining. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. We would Definitely, love to have Josh. you guys you on again soon. Um, but, yeah, uh, thanks for joining us on the straight up garage talk podcast as always we really appreciate your time and effort into coming hear us yeah thank you very much thank you uh hit us up on instagram straight up co 619 straight up is spelled s-t-r-8-u-p-c-o 619 that's our instagram you could hit us up on our sales uh email address right now sales at straightupco.com again straight up is str8co.com especially if you want any of your pro- our products in your store or anything like that we can work something out so yep yep we're working on our website right now uh please pay attention to our instagram as our updates for new drops we are already almost at three shirt designs and more to come out uh we have one our official logo dropping soon we should have it sometime this week or next week so keep an eye out for that and until then we look forward to hearing from you and uh hit us up if you're interested on being a guest thanks and have a good night you guys have a good night thank you for tuning in ciao later late